The NFL free agency tampering period is now open. Tom Brady coming back. Deshaun Watson meeting with teams. Amari Cooper traded to Cleveland. All that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first lesson here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Free agency props as well. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Matt. Tampering begins right now, this second, as we hit record. The timing worked <laughs> out kind of poorly, but we might have some breaking news while we go through the other news that we have to talk about on this podcast because a ton of stuff happened over the weekend. We've got news on Watson and cousins and uh, a ton of free agent stuff but the biggest one the biggest bomb that dropped yesterday was tom brady is coming back well yes and i don't mean to put the goat on the back burner but one of his former (laughs) teammates live as we're talking right now alex kappa signs with the bengals four year 40 million i don't know if i believe the numbers but this makes all the sense in the world in the scheme of things it's kind of a Smallish move, but clearly the Bengals are actively looking to upgrade the O-line as we hope they did. They would. So there you go. I and, mean, we'll get to the goat here in a minute, but he has to take a quick backseat to Alex Kappa. Quick backseat. And I have a feeling we're going to have a bunch of those over the course of the next half hour as this window <laughs> yeah. opens and we're going to get all those reports. Uh, actually, so what was the number? Four for 40? That's what's reported. Yeah. Again, I always worry about the numbers first blush. You know what I mean? And his buddy Ryan Jensen re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers shortly after Tom Brady announced he was coming back and I think maybe got a little less to stick around rather than hit the free agent market and could have maximized his dollars. Three for 39 is the report there, but a couple of uh, uh, Bucks offensive linemen now, we know their fate in free agency. And by the way, don't forget, yeah. these are still unofficial until Wednesday when right, all these right. moves can become official with, with un- unrestricted free agents. Uh, and there there has been precedent. <laughs> Remember Alex Barr, or, uh, Anthony Barr a few years ago, he he had a deal with, I believe it was the Colts, right? And then turned around a couple days later and ended up actually re-signing back with the Minnesota Vikings instead. So these are not official deals, but most of them do end up happening. 100%. And it's funny. I mean, like, Williamson always brings back the Steelers. The Steelers aren't doing anything. But the same thing happened last year to Tyson Alualu. He was going to go back to Jacksonville. And a day later, oh, no, he's going to stick around here in Pittsburgh. You know, like, so these aren't done deals. Nothing is pen to paper yet. But let's go to, to Brady. He obviously deserves the headline here. I don't mean to downplay it, but <laughs> does he deserve like a headline? He's What's like, that? does he deserve a headline? You don't stay retired for forty right. days and get a new headline. And it's funny because one of the he reports just went away for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. Oh, it's so I, funny. I, I think it's like the least surprising news of all time. I mean, I know it's huge, and he's the the goat and all that. But he was really good when he retired. It's a good situation. You look at the NFC and be in and, and that division and say, I can win this thing. Although there are, you know, Watson to Saints and, and Panthers are still looming out there, but still. And, you know, Jensen immediately resigns. I bet Gronk happens in the next 30 seconds, you know. So I, I don't want to harp too much on Brady to back to the Bucks. I mean, he deserves all the time, but we have more things to talk about. And I'm just not surprised by it. 
And frankly, you and I have been doing this quarterback carousel now for forever. I think that just fills one chair. You know, I mean, that's yes. one less landing spot for Jimmy or whoever, you know. Right. And it, it seemed like Jimmy wasn't a good fit there. Uh, it seemed like I think we had Wentz going there because we didn't really know what to do with mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. And I think Tampa Fox was tough. They were in a bad situation. I mean, this is yeah. by far the best possible scenario for the Buccaneers. This changes everything. And I think the timing of it is clear. And I know there's going to be conspiracy theorists out there who still think there's some other, uh, you know, uh, some other ideas for Tom Brady, why he's coming back, what, you know, what he was doing, when he's doing all this stuff. And no, he came back before free agency, so the Bucs can figure that stuff out. If Brady wanted to screw the, the Bucs and try to go somewhere else, he would have come back after they got a quarterback, after they went through the draft, after they went through free agency, and then uh, his money would jump back on the books when he came off of that retired reserve list because you can't stash him anymore there and then he would have forced them into doing something him coming back now is clear he did it because it was before free agency and maybe he felt that's the whole like why did he retire so quickly Mm -hmm. you know because he he said he didn't feel great about retirement had reservations about it and a month later he unretires after this long you got to be sure if you're actually going to retire right I guess. I mean, I, I hope it's not Farvian, you know, that got old at the end of his career. I kind of look at it like Brady took a month away from the game, hung out with his fam, got enough of that. They said, Dad, go back to work. You're making us crazy, and you're still really good at your job. Go win the Super Bowl, and we'll deal with it a year from now. Or he's like, you know, this dealing, this hanging out with the family thing is a little overrated. Yeah, I, that was- <laughs> I always think it's the other way around. The family's like, hey, Tom, you know, yeah. you're making me crazy. I got a good buddy who's very wealthy. He probably won't be listening, but retired. And he's at my age, you know, late forties retired. And we all joke that, dude, you got to go work at seven 11 or McDonald's or something because you're so high strung. He was a stock trader. Every little project, like his wife is like, I got you a concrete mixer. Why don't you go do that? Or why don't you go just do something <laughs> time-consuming to get out of the house? It wears you out, you know? Go pour a slab in the backyard. Day trading. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that concrete mixer. That's a good That's a good. <laughs> yeah, they got him for his Father's Day or something. Like, go, go pour some concrete or something. Yeah, go build a slab else. and, you know, maybe give us, give us some uh, added value in the backyard. Yeah, I mean, we went to the beach with you, Tom, and you brought your shoulder pads again. Maybe yeah. you should go back to the box. Right, know? yeah. I love it. Um, and by the way, to to finish up the uh, the and look, the the Buccaneers had a great offensive line. They need to keep that a strength. Uh, Ali Marpet was asked about the, his retirement because he retired, and um, and he said, "No, I'm I'm still retired. I'm not coming back because mm-hmm. Tom Brady." And so, who knows? We'll see if that changes. But right now, after Alex Kappa going to Cincinnati, that means both Bucks starting guards are gone. So they still have to do some work to uh, to protect oh, yeah. Tom Brady there. They have a lot of free agents, in fact. I mean, they're the franchise Godwin. I mean, guys like Fournette and Sue and uh, JPP. I mean, they have a lot of guys that are up. Starting secondary guys. Yeah. Um, and I, I assume this mean Gronk comes back as well for at least a year because there was, you know, he's a free agent. Um, that makes a ton of sense. Godwin got the franchise tag. I'm sure they're hoping they can do a long-term deal with him and, and try to lower that cap number so they can figure some things out with some other players. But I think still favorites in the NFC now are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady coming back, but maybe not quite the same team. Maybe they could potentially not be as good either. So it'll be an interesting run for them next year. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Rams and Packers will be in it, but the NFC is not all that difficult to me. Um, they're going to be a high-quality team. 
And hey, I mean, just the fan in me would rather that be Brady than Blaine Gabbert or Trask or something like that. A couple of other quarterbacks we've got to talk about here that are in the news, and it looks like things are heating up for Deshaun Watson. He'll be meeting with a couple of teams and Kirk Cousins. If there was any thought of him being traded, it looks like that is off the table now yeah, as yeah. well for the Minnesota Vikings. That coming up next and so much more with what's going on with the tampering period opening in free agency. I know most people's New Year's resolutions are long gone by March, but it's not too late to start a new routine. Get rid of all your old high-calorie snacks and replace them with low-calorie, low-sugar, low-net-carb, yet high-end protein Built Bars and new flavors of Built Bars coming all the time. And for March, the new Shamrock flavor of Built Bar. Yeah, I love how they're able to fit so much flavor and still keep things low calorie, low sugar with high protein for you. Just like the Built Bar Puffs, the first ever protein infused marshmallow at built.com. Most built bars contain only around 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar but 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your candy bars who what 300 calories, 250 calories with 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs, classic flavors, puff flavors and new seasonal flavors all the time at built.com. If you're not sure what flavor you want, go get a mixed box at built.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks again for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you're following locked on NFL locked on experts covering everything going on in the league in less than 30 minutes, Monday through Friday. And like all of our podcasts free and available on all your favorite platforms. A huge trade this weekend in the NFL, Matt with Amari Cooper leaving Dallas, but I want to, finish up the the conversation about quarterbacks. We talked about Tom Brady, and uh, now it looks like another quarterback will be back with the team he played with previously, and that is Kirk Cousins. And they they extended Kirk Cousins for a year, which changes his salary cap number, which was the key there to keeping him. And, man, um, it's it's pretty amazing what Kirk Cousins has been able to do and and the money he's been able to make. Actually, this one from Warren Sharp at Sharp. Sharp football. He says Kirk Cousins has a 59, 59 and two record. So a perfectly 500 quarterback uh, as an NFL starter performs slightly above average, he says, and has made two hundred and thirty one point six million dollars in his career. It's pretty amazing how much money Kirk Cousins has made. And yeah, he's a he's an above average NFL starting quarterback, which is good and, and, and is valuable. That's not a slight on Kirk Cousins, but wow, what he has gotten paid to be that, and for as few playoff wins as he has to be paid that is pretty amazing. So props to Kirk Cousins for being able to pull that off, and it and it looks like uh, Kevin O'Connell, the new coaching staff there, they're going to go with Kirk Cousins for at least one more year. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that was, what, a fourth-round pick in the year that your same team traded the farm to go to two to take RG3, 230-plus million is not a bad way to fit in, you know, polish, you know, go from there. I mean, that's not... Good for him. You know, the, the, all that franchising and refranchising and Washington added to that quite a bit. Um, I did a little homework on this, you know, right before we went on, on the podcast. And here's how I interpreted his contract. And I know there's some Viking fans not excited about it, thinking, oh, we're married to Kirk Cousins forever. I don't think that's how it's structured. I mean, again, this is not exactly my wheelhouse, but it sounds like this deal opens up some money right now so that the Vikings can get better and compete right now 
It also makes him very tradable, from what I understand, after the year. Although he has added a no-trade clause, so he could kind of pick and choose where he wants to go. But it's not like they are on the hook an unbelievable amount. That's the way I interpret it first blush. So, yes, that he might be the Vikings quarterback for the next two years or so, fine. Uh, He definitely will be this year. But it doesn't mean that they can't draft the guy next year or any of those type of things. I think it's a pretty good deal for the Vikes from how I interpret it. If you're going to go on with Cousins, for sure, and then now next year, yeah. you know, you've seen him in the new system and, and the new staff will have an opportunity to really evaluate that and what they want to do and have an opportunity with maybe a better draft class next year to go in and, and do right. that kind of stuff. So Kirk Cousins... And he might be a playoff team this year. Right, yeah. So Kirk Cousins sticking around and... He's going to make a whole bunch of money, as he has continued to do. And so some teams like, you know, there was rumors that the Colts might be calling uh, Minnesota about Kirk Cousins and some other teams and in your Steelers. And so there's stories out there until a guy's not available, and it looks like now he is officially not available. So And right. it didn't seem like he was going to be available already, but now it's, you know, now contractually it's not going to happen. Right, right. So that's, a, that's the key is he's going to be the Vikings quarterback this year. That's pretty much all you need to know. And the Vikes can be a little bit better players in free agency. So, good. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me. Latest report on Deshaun Watson is that he is going to be meeting potentially with other teams, but specifically, according to Adam Schefter, he'll be meeting with the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers, and that the team and the player want to meet each other as much as possible. So this is like the team wants to meet with him to figure things out, see where he's at. Uh, He wants to meet with these teams as well. So that's what's going on right now with Deshaun Watson after there would be no criminal charges from this hearing on Friday. So it starts to open the door, and the stories I've read is teams will be going after Deshaun Watson knowing that there is a likelihood that he's going to miss time and he might even miss the entire season. So these are long-term moves for Deshaun Watson and the Eagles have been rumored as one of those teams. Um, (laughs) We we do the bio watch thing, you know, that happens all the time. Uh, Jalen hurts Eagles starting quarterback changed his bio, took Philadelphia Eagles out of it and put his location as Houston, Texas. And, and that caused some problems over the weekend. Everyone thought, Oh man, Watson, is going to Philly, and Jalen Hurts just got traded to the Houston Texans. So that hasn't happened yet, uh, but I have a feeling the Eagles are one of those teams as well, meeting with Deshaun Watson that were unnamed in that Schefter report. But again, it's tough because you might even want to keep Hurts if that's the case because Watson might not play for you this whole season. And if other guys got, uh, I think it was, I don't remember who had the report, but basically it was like, look, um, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, there's some other players around the league that have gotten six games for, you know, incidents similar, and no, and no, mean, no yeah, criminal charges for them yeah. either, but similar similar incidents. Um, and the, they only involved one person. There's 20 plus complaints about Deshaun Watson here. I, I've got to believe he's going to be at least suspended for the first six games, no matter what happens with him in the court system. Yeah. And again, so many teams get linked to him, too. I mean. I keep hearing he wants to be a Steeler. I keep seeing today that the Browns, who we'll get to in a minute, they made a big deal over the over the weekend. And Frank, actually, they just released Jarvis Landry, which we'll get to, which leads to the Amari thing, too, that they would trade Baker and other things for Watson. The two teams, you want to meet with them. Philly makes a lot of sense. I would certainly not count out Seattle at all. I don't know. I mean – uh, BP, I feel like speculation at this point with all the stuff we know is true is probably not even worth our time because, I mean, there's so much going on. 
Um, we have to bring up Watson, of course. I mean, he's the biggest domino to fall. But I don't have any clue now where he's going to land any better than I did over the you know, last time we got together on Friday. But you're right. I mean, I think Ben's was a six-game suspension that he appealed and got it down to four. I would bet Watson gets six in some way, shape, or form, don't you think? I would say minimum. And I wouldn't yeah, be shocked yeah, if it's like a, a year starter, because yeah. you know people are going to freak out if he only gets six games. Calvin Ridley just bet on uh, a game and, and got a whole year for it, and, and people are going to be really upset that you know that the the punishment doesn't fit the crime as far as some of the suspensions that go on around the NFL, and I think the league in a lot of ways doesn't give a crap what you know public perception is in some of these cases. But um, right. yeah, it seems a little odd that even six games feels light. But I would I would say teams trading for Deshaun Watson have to assume that he will not play for at least the first six games that he wears their new uniform. Yeah, I would think you want to have. A Darnold, a Taysom Hill, a Hurts, a Minshew. Oh, well, you know, see, there I mean, you go. Because if you're the Eagles, you have two options there. Maybe Minshew right, is right, enough right. for you to say, look, even if it's a season of Minshew, we can we can add Hurts to this trade because we have a season of Minshew if we need it or six weeks of Minshew if we need it. Um, whereas Hurts sticking around, that would get a little bit more dicey if you're the you're the Eagles. And there's been some rumors that maybe Minshew could be an option for the, the Colts or a team that, you know, ends up not having a veteran quarterback that needs a stopgap type player. So I have to imagine Hertz or Minshew should be on the move at some point this offseason, even if they think. don't do a, a deal for Watson. Yeah, I would think so. And plus, they're so different. I mean, I always thought that was a weird marriage. I felt like Philly just picked up Minshew on the cheap because they could take advantage of Jacksonville, yeah. who sold him way too cheap, you know. Absolutely. So we at least know that a couple teams are meeting with Deshaun Watson. Saints, I don't know how they figure out the cap, but they somehow do. And the uh, Carolina Panthers, who Matt yep. and I projected in our QB carousel, would end up landing Deshaun Watson. How about this? I bet they would pay the most, but I mean, it's how do they make it work? Yeah. I just think they'd be the most aggressive team. I, I think it makes the most sense for everybody that he ends up there. To yeah. me, it makes the most sense. Anyway. Huge trade over the weekend. Amari Cooper has been traded to the Cleveland Browns from the Dallas Cowboys. And there's even been some rumors. I believe it was ESPN's Jeremy Fowler was, you know, said, hey, look out. Maybe even a, a potential trade of their quarterback there. So it's weird. You go get a, a wide receiver, but you might not even have your quarterback in-house if Baker Mayfield might actually be on the market right now. And it's a name we haven't really talked about on the trade market is Baker Mayfield. So I don't know if we can close the door on that one. But... Uh, this is a huge trade, and now Jarvis Landry, to make room salary-wise, which was an expected move, I think they tried to trade him for a couple days and realized nobody was going to take that salary. So uh, now, as reported just moments ago by Adam Schefter, Jarvis Landry officially being released by the Cleveland Browns with Amari Cooper coming in. Yeah, I mean, I think this one's very cut and dry in that Dallas makes it known, we're going to cut Amari, and we've seen this a lot the last couple of years. It's a tactic team's take. And within the next 24 or 48 hours, somebody gives them a crappy draft pick and they take him off your hands so that they don't have to fight with the other 31 teams to resign, to sign him. And I think Dallas looks at it like who then turned around and gave the money to Michael Gallup, you know, so let's mention that part too. I think they preferred Gallup in his age at his cost, which I also think is a promising with his injury because they know him better than anybody than Cooper at his age and his cost. And maybe that allows them to bring back Cedric Wilson as well, or, you know, whatever. I mean, it gives them Gallup plus one more starter equals Cooper to them. So I understand their logic. As for the Browns, I think they look at it the same way and say, 
would rather have Amari than Landry. And yeah, Amari's expensive around 20 million, but I'd still rather have Amari than Allen Robinson or, you know, whatever free agent receiver you want to plug in there. Cause Allen Robinson's going to make a ton of money, whether he deserves it or not might even be 20 million. And I'd rather have Amari all day long and wide receivers, clearly their biggest need. He's a true borderline number one, but I mean, stylistically he can do more than Landry I mean, in terms of down the field and a, a pure, a, a, a full route tree. And I still think they'll draft one pretty high. Absolutely. I mean, it makes perfect sense for the Browns. Yeah. You know, they add a, they add someone that they can call a number one wide receiver, which is really important. And whether it's Baker Mayfield or anybody else, a quarterback, it's going to make that receiving group better. And they need, I mean, their, their receiving core is not good uh, and not no. deep. So they need to do even more work there and probably go into the draft at the very least. And maybe other, some other uh, lower level free agents too, to add to that group, just to add to the firepower on offense there. And Amari Cooper's still only 27 years old too. So it's not like they're getting some old guy in his mid thirties. that's past his prime. He's still, in his prime years in the NFL. Right. I mean, that's as good an option as they could land to help their receivers, in my opinion. I mean, maybe they're spending a little more than they should on them. The draft picks hardly even matter. But again, if you're going to go wide receiver shopping, I'd much rather have him than Valdez Scantling or Christian Kirk or, you know, any of those type of guys. I mean, he's an established dude that's still in his prime. And, you know, they invested heavily in the tight ends. They have a great group of backs. They have a great offensive line. I mean, that offense should be pretty good, especially if you throw, I don't know, Drake London in the mix as well. You know, it's not so bad. Trayvon yeah, Burks. That'd be a good combo. Yeah, get a bigger right, body right. guy on the other side. How about the Dallas Cowboys and C.D. Lamb clearly jumping up into the wide receiver one category oh, yeah. of the fantasy world? I have a feeling there's a, a Locked On Dynasty podcast coming up soon where you talk about Recording where this tonight. puts C.D. Lamb in the uh, the wide receiver rankings now in, in fantasy football. That's interesting because his stock in the dynasty world has dropped a little. You like it's well behind Jefferson and Chase, and you know they're they're at the top of the wide receiver list. Lamb is now like uh, sixth or seventh receiver drafted in dynasty right now, valued in dynasty. I think you can now make the argument that he really should be three. Three, you know, that he's right three. there with mm-hmm. you know over AJ Brown and DK Metcalf and. You know, whomever is also at the top, too. You know, I mean, he's by now, if you still can, he's going to light it up. And it's a it, Schultz on the uh, franchise tag there. So yeah. the Cowboys offense, you know, you can really see what that's going to look like now. They re-signed Michael Gallup. I think they got a pretty good deal on him because of the injury there. And I think that yeah. was part yeah. of all of this making a lot of sense for Dallas. It's like, look, we do have a young number one going forward and we still love Michael Gallup on the outside. He's the ex. You know, the target hog is going to be C.D. Lamb, who we move around, can be in the slot, can be on the outside. So it's a really nice fit, and uh, I think I like those moves all around for both the Cowboys and uh, and the Browns. Win-win there on that trade. Yeah, again, I think this one's very cut and dry, and it makes a lot of sense for both teams. And Baker, I mean, what if they had Watson? Wow. But um, you could see where the Browns have a real chance to rebound, too. That would be one of the, the more insane bombs that could drop as if the Browns suddenly go get Watson then Baker Mayfield's on the market now he becomes probably the best option for some of those other teams and uh you know obviously they're not going to trade him in division but I think you know you'd probably rather have Baker Mayfield I would assume Matt than uh than what's left out there on the market I don't like Mayfield at okay. all. <laughs> <laughs> not because he's a Brown I think he's very limited and I often I mean I always talk about boy that guy played through a million injuries this year I think you can't forget that but I didn't like him coming out of school. I haven't liked him any step of the way. I'd rather have Jimmy. 
frankly, I'd rather just take my shot in in the draft than because Mayfield needs paid next year. I, I have no idea what to pay that guy either. And you would have to give up that pick twenty probably to get Baker. Probably Mayfield. right. I, I right. mean, they wouldn't be they wouldn't entertain those moves unless they would get a first rounder back for Baker Mayfield. And uh, I could. It yeah. sounds like they want to send them to Houston in the Watson deal. Right, that would make some sense. Yeah. Although for Houston, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Maybe Houston. Flips I might just rather roll with Davis, with Davis Mills. Mills. Yeah. Costing a quarter, you know, he doesn't cost any money. Very interesting stuff. Okay, let's get to the latest that has gone on in the intro of the tampering period. There's a few more names that have been released by teams. There is some re-signings, and now some big signings are starting to leak out from the early tampering period in the NFL NFL's 2022 free agency signing period that starts really today. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. Bet Online is the number one source for all your betting needs and information. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, even podcasts and news for the 2022 season. The tournament is so much fun to wager on, but there's also pro basketball bet online is also your source for football betting yeah you can still bet on draft props and super bowl futures at bet online uh not only football and basketball but hockey and boxing and ufc and including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games so head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at bet online where the game starts all right, Matt, let's recap some of the madness that's going on in the NFL, and it's a furious period here as tampering begins, and we hear some deals that have been agreed upon uh, that, but cannot be official yet until the new league year begins on Wednesday, and there could be some flip-flopping with some of these players. But um, we talked about Alex Kappa already. He's going to the Bengals four years, $40 million. Uh, a couple of other signings have happened or some agreements have happened while we were doing this podcast this morning, Matt, and that is that running backs, Arizona Cardinals are running back yeah. situations getting more clear. So the Cardinals are keeping James Conner on a three-year contract. He is staying in Arizona, and his former teammate, Chase Edmonds, now heads to Miami. He's getting a two-year, $12.6 million deal, and uh, I think that's stock up for Chase Edmonds in that Shanahan running game with new head coach over there, Mike McDaniel, in Miami. Yeah, I mean, fantasy aside, usually going out and paying decent money on the first hour of free agency for running back isn't the smartest no. move in town. I mean, it's kind of like the first round running back conversation, of course. But Edmonds was a guy I thought was a really sleepy or, you know, quietly important free agent here because he can do it all. He's an established player. He doesn't have a lot of tread off his tires. So I don't know that I would do it this quickly, but he's going to help whatever team he lands on. And that's Miami. I still think they might sign your boy Raheem Mostert or even draft a Brees Hall or, you know, a, a day two running back. Yeah. I don't know that Edmonds is the answer, and I don't think Gaskin is the answer at all. But he's a good weapon, and it'll make Tua's life a lot easier. They will add speed to that backfield, and it's going to yeah, be in the draft yeah. probably. I think Raheem Mostert would make a, a ton of sense there for the Miami Dolphins. So they're not done there, and this Chase Edmonds deal could end up being a one-year contract, and I'm sure that you know it's 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 uh, structured in a way that they could get out from under it uh, if they're smart, you know, as it pertains to running backs in the NFL. But they know they have a guy who can who can who can play for them in that offense next year. So that's the move for the Miami Dolphins. And James Conner had a really nice season, actually, is sort of a rebound season in Arizona. 
Arizona for the Cardinals. So they obviously liked what they saw from James Conner. Give him a three-year contract. I don't know the money on that one yet. Yeah, again, I would imagine if it's a three-year deal, they can get out of it after this one. I mean, can, uh, he played great for them. They, they developed him even more as a receiver. But I would not, trust me, you know, put all my eggs in the John, James yeah. Conner basket to play 17-plus games and be the workhorse. I mean, I would still at least draft one in the fourth round or something like that. They also re-signed Zach Ertz over the weekend, too, which right. kind of went under the radar. So the Cardinals have been doing some stuff. Uh, another move, Joe Noteboom, back with the Rams on a three-year contract for about $40 yeah. million. Um, Browns. Guard or tackle, but he, he's been kind of stuck behind Whitworth. Good mm -hmm. athlete. I, I thought he would be a sneaky signing for O-line needy teams, and the Rams thought the same. All right, exactly. Yeah, you can't let him go, especially if they're going to have a big retirement at left tackle. So that's pretty mm -hmm. important for them. Uh, the Packers making some moves with the Smiths. So Zadarius Smith has been cut, and he was scheduled to make a big dollar amount he missed all of last season due to injury uh but he was a really good player prior to that for the Packers uh they have released him so he can be officially signed he doesn't count like the other unrestricted free agents so you can just go out and, and, and ink him if you want if you are a team and I think he'll have a market uh and I think he might even be a bargain player for some teams around the NFL to get a really good defensive end and the beauty of him too is he now does not count in the comp pick equation yes because he, he was cut, so I think people would be banging down his door. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how the extents of his injuries and stuff last year, but assuming that's not any kind of roadblock, he's going to be, you know, highly desired. And then they turn around and extend Preston Smith. You know, they couldn't move on from both of them to open up some cap space there. We knew they're unbelievably cash-strapped, and they're maxing out their credit cards to compete right now. But they got Rashawn Gary, who's kind of a star in the making. So Preston and Gary coming off the edge, that's not bad. Absolutely. Uh, and so you can see why they did what they did. And obviously they're and they're trying to do a massive contract with uh, Devontae Adams. And right, they've already right. done, you know, the, the rumored $50 million per year contract with Aaron Rodgers. So you got to save some money somewhere. And it turns out Zadarius Smith is going to be that place. Yeah. And not surprising. I mean, they, they knew it was going to come down to one of the Smiths and, you know, Zadarius didn't play last year. And, you know, maybe I'm not sure if he would have restructured or whatever either, but um, again, he's going to get scooped up pretty quick, I bet. Oh, another place where they saved a little bit of money, which is uh, somewhat surprising, actually, for because these are two starting players. And, and when you have a starting player on the offensive line or a starting player on the defensive line, uh, that's that's noteworthy for a franchise to lose those players. So not only Zadarius Smith, but the Packers releasing Billy Turner as well, who could mm -hmm. be a, a starting offensive tackle option for some teams out there. And actually, that yeah. Billy Turner is actually going to make more money on the free agent market. So financially, this is not a bad thing that Billy Turner got released by the Packers. I think you want to be a free agent offensive lineman, especially if yes. you can play tackle, period, end of sentence. You know, I mean, if you have starting experience and you're a, an offensive tackle, you're in the free agent market, you and your family are going to be pretty happy when it's all said and done. <laughs> That's absolutely right. All right. Uh, good stuff. Things are getting fast and furious here in the NFL free agency period as the tampering period just began as we started this podcast. I'm going to give it one more refresh to see what's going on around the league before we go, Matt. And look, we do have another one. It looks like the Panthers are releasing A.J. Bouye, veteran cornerback. Mm, okay. So they're going to save about $3.4 million in cap. Is that to make room for Deshaun Watson? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Maybe in 10 minutes. As soon as we hit, stop it recording, it could be the, the case. It's funny how every single move now just makes you think of something massive that could happen. It's like, no, this is just a normal move we would have made in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. They knew that as soon as the season ended. Right? They drafted one the first round last year. Yep. You know. All right. 
Good stuff, Fast Matt. I'm sure we will have plenty to uh, get into on Tuesday's episode uh, as more of tampering happens for the next 24 hours or so. So we'll have all the latest going on in the NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen here on Peacock and Williamson for your second listen. Check out Matt doing Locked On Dynasty Football. I'm doing Locked On 49ers. Your team is covered no matter the sport. You want Speaking of free agency, Major League Baseball free agency going crazy right now, now that they got that CBA figured out. So uh, go download the uh-huh. latest MLB podcast for your favorite teams. Got you covered here on the network. Locked on NFL Draft. Daily about the NFL Draft as well. And it's going to be fun. Matt and I will be back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we usually do a Twitter Tuesday. So you have any questions about these free agent signings? I don't know how many questions we'll be able to get to, but we might have to just spread some Twitter Tuesday out just through the rest of the week and and hit a few every day. So that would be fun. So I do like getting to the Twitter questions. So at BD Peacock. March Madness has nothing on us. Oh, she, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right. Uh, and Matt and I will be back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.